Welcome back to Kiss the Sun podcast. In this episode, we continue our conversation with Abby Houston. Ethan and I were blessed to be able to sit down and talk with Abby Houston about practical tips and pitfalls to avoid as we immerse ourselves in scripture and then we discuss likely memorizing how Abby began the ministry. We talk about practical ways of how to use the melodies and we give some tips and encouragement as we seek to hide God's word in our heart. Our prayer for this episode is that you will be encouraged to better immerse yourself in scripture and begin to set a pattern of scripture immersion. Thanks for listening. And here we go for episode two of Kiss the Sun podcast with Abby Houston. What, what tips would you guys give to, to someone looking to, to start a, a pattern of scripture immersion? I think this is so simple, but I think sometimes like just starting and the book of John is a great place to start. That's like super, it's simple and it's a really clear gospel. Um, and just start and, and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Something that, um, my church really encourages the congregants to do is to do 10 minutes of praying, 10 minutes of reading, and then 10 minutes of meditating on the passage. And super simple. So just start like with something as simple as that. And it doesn't have to be this great, huge, you don't necessarily, you, if you have the time, great, spend an hour, but if you don't, that's okay. And that can be really intimidating to do, to think, what do I do in that hour? Um, but if you're like, I, I don't even know where to start, I would encourage you pick either the gospel of John and, and then move forward until you hit revelation and start back in Genesis. Um, and just do 10 minutes of, of reading, meditating on the passage. What did I see about God? What did I see about his commands? What is, what is my response? Uh, was I convicted of anything like, and then, um, pray for 10 minutes. That would be um, a simple suggestion. Yeah. I would just say, start small. I, I feel like that's the, the simple way to begin. Start making like, it a priority. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. it, it is yeah. really hard. Like it looks daunting. Like when you hear somebody like, man, mm-hmm. they were in the word for a whole don't, hour. Don't and then they were numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just start small. I feel like is the best thing. Cause like once you immerse yourself in it a little bit and a little bit, a little bit, it becomes sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. And then you're like, all right, I can sell myself up so much more. And now you can be like, I want to spend more and more and more and more time. And and I can say that in my own life, like it just started small and now it's just growing and growing, which is just a testimony of God's grace. And so I feel like you just got to start. That's the first thing. And then start small, small steps lead to, to bigger steps in God's word. And so what warnings and pitfalls Ethan already mentioned those sort of numbers, but but what other warnings and pitfalls would would you guys give as as someone looking to immerse themselves in scripture? I think something that I was thinking about is um, be careful to not just store up knowledge or to do it for the sake of I'm just checking off a box or I'm just I'm going to be the smartest person in the room when I read. Um, and we do we are made wise by scripture. And that's so great. But um, 
scripture says like knowledge puffs up but love builds up and so I think remembering that scripture it's not about us it's about the Lord he is the main character and so as we read uh, we get to learn about the Lord and who he is we get to know him intimately and accurately and so like just be warned I have to warn myself every time I approach scripture Abby you're not doing this to just build up knowledge for knowledge's sake this is to know the Lord so I can love him more and love those around me more it's funny how pride likes to sneak in and just weird places like that. Yeah, I struggle with the same thing. Um, I would say in, in uh, addition to that, they're, they're, depending on the reader, some mm-hmm. might take the Bible at a literalist approach or some may take the Bible at a metaphorical approach. Or You got different books. The Bible is compiled as 66 books. Um, they're not all going to be the same. They've all been written over the span of thousands of years. I mean, you look at the comparison between numbers and you look at the, between numbers and, uh, to John, you know, they're totally different stories. Genesis primarily focuses on history. It's a record of the Israelites and how God started. I mean, so you're not reading the Old Testament the same as you're reading the New Testament. Not to say it's less valuable or not to say it's more valuable, just it's different. So my my warning or just caution or awareness, I should say, not even a, really a warning, just don't look at every book in the Bible the same. Have Take a step back and look at the big picture. You're looking at a storyline that is... I mean, up until 2,000 years ago, this was the history, and you're reading about that, um, and it's a big picture. So you're not going you got, to – you got all, all different forms of writing, and uh, you know, some, some uh, meanings are uh, expressed differently depending on the writer. Yeah. So just something to be yeah. thinking about. I would sort of mentioned what I was going to mention, but I, I think it's just such a, like a good reminder – making sure that that when you read you're not doing it to just finish a task and i i know that that's happened in my own life like growing up i feel like there were just so many things it was like check the box check the box check the box like do this like for sunday school or whatever but you can easily like fall into like that rut of you're just doing it to check a box Uh, i can't think of the exact quote but but there was a guy that um that my youth group always enjoyed hearing speak And, and he had a quote something very similar to like don't read the Bible to like check it off, but like read the Bible to change. And just something along those lines. Uh, but I, I think it's just such a good reminder. Like as we go into the word, we just can't like read it to check it off. Like we have to, to, to go in to it um, ready to, ready to be corrected, ready to be sharpened, ready to be edified and, and, and ready to renounce sin and ready to, to redirect how we walk. And I think another thing I was reminded of this actually on the radio this morning, I felt like this is just a good reminder, but, but context, context is also very important uh, when you read scripture, mm. because if you, if you pick up in the middle of a book, you're going to be, <laughs> there were no chapter totally breaks lost back then. With, with some of these things. So yeah. So context is, context is, is crucial. I feel like that's a, just another good warning is like, make sure to, to, to start in chapter one, if you're going to, pick up it somewhere because you'll probably get lost and, and a little bit confused if, if you've not really, if you don't know much about scripture. So, so start in a good place and, and, and read a little bit about context and, and just sort of understand a little bit before you get into some, some of that stuff. 
Um, so as you guys have sort of evaluated like the, the past year uh, of scripture immersion in your own life, how do you seek to improve it in, in 2023? I know for, I know for me, like one of the big things that the Lord's like really been convicting me about setting like the proper hour to, to study scripture. And I, I think of like a photographer, like seeking to often like do photography during golden hour. And so I've, I've like asked myself, like, what is the, the golden hour of my life? Like, what is the, the best hour that I can devote to scripture? Because I, I feel like in, in my life, it, it changes just because of the way uh, my work is, it, it changes all the time and just different seasons of life. It, it, it changes for me. I feel like I, I've had to really like about the best hour to be in it. Cause you, you may be a, really good morning person you're able to do that or you may be a night owl and immerse yourself late night in scripture but like wherever that time is make sure that you maximize the time that you're at your your fullest energy level ready to devour the word and, and just give the lord your best time because i feel like that is just so crucial because we can just so easily be like all right i'll push it all push it all push it off and then it's like you're just reading it and you don't remember much of it or you just like speed read it because you're like well I, I have to get it done today so i'll just speed read it well for me my time is in the morning so i think if i uh read anything at night i instantly fall asleep after about five seconds but uh so i i, I pretty much have that window in the morning where i drink my coffee and i know that kind of goes along with what you uh you do with your ministry. I, I see you're a bit of a coffee fanatic as am I. Um, <laughs> so coffee and uh, scripture go very well together. And that is yes. probably my Thank best you. time. Um, but I would say for 2023 to improve it um, kind of the same as it was last year, read it more, you know, um, you know, life work, uh, so many things pulling you in, in different directions and you start off strong, you start off with good intentions. And then you look up a month later and you go, Oh my goodness, I've completely lost track that I haven't even been keeping up with this. And I haven't even realized it. Um, so I think just being aware of that, if I miss a day or, uh, miss, miss the time in the morning to just not even forget about it, but to realize that here shortly after and, use that time. Um, and I would also say to not put a standard for myself, do I have to read for a set time, but read what I can. And then if I have a free moment in the day to read when I can, so much of my free time is spent for stuff that could wait. And, uh, that would be another thing I'd like to better myself at when I have free moments throughout the day, to just open up the Bible and read maybe a couple verses or a chapter. It doesn't take long and uh, it, it's better for me than some of the procrastinations that constantly, uh, well, live in these little black boxes we carry around in our pockets. So. That's good. That's it's so funny. That's what I was thinking to this year is just uh, really similarly, just continuing on. And then something I've been doing two things. One is just like, just, forcing myself to take notes on what I read. And it's crazy how much 
you can learn in Leviticus or in Numbers, like if you just take notes. And it's amazing. Like I saw so much of God's character in that. Um, and it was so, it was so awesome. I was so encouraged um, by just like, okay, what did I see about God? What did I see about his commands? What did I see? You know, um, and then I think just, yeah, throughout the day, like it's so easy for me to lose sight of, to read. And that is like my, it truly is my favorite time of the day to be with coffee <laughs> and to be in the word and to meditate. And then, to, um, to meditate on his word, I should say, and then, uh, to, you know, move on with my day, but it's so easy for me to, to forget. And so I think something that I've been praying is just that the Lord would keep scripture on my heart and on my mind throughout the day so that I do meditate on his law day and night, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I was just thinking of like, like good note take as I take the notes, like, what does that, what does that mean? Like, as I'm, as I'm taking the notes, as I'm like, I'm making the observations, like, how do I apply that to my life? Like, how am I seeing the, the character of God, like more fully shown, like in a passage as I, as I'm taking notes. And so it, I feel like it's just the, the importance of like taking those notes, but then also figuring out like, how does that apply? How does that guide my life, my, my praying and, and just so many like other facets. I, I feel like just, just taking good notes and then also applying those notes. I feel like it's just so so good it's a good good process yeah so moving now into scripture memory because we talked a lot about immersion and so as we read his word we also should be memorizing we should be hiding it in our hearts so that we would not sin so much against god and and so as as we think about this new year, uh, another year to, to memorize scripture, there are so many opportunities now to to not only read and immerse ourselves in scripture, but also to, to memorize it, to know it, to, to think about it in our daily lives. And so, Abby, you've done a ton of work in this field. So tell us a little bit about uh, melodically memorizing and how it got started. Yeah. So melodically memorizing, it started in 2020, July of 2020. And so backstory a little bit. I, I love music. I I've been singing and like singing with my family ever since I can remember. Really it started. Uh, my dad has an amazing voice and he like, he just, he would love to sing with us. And, um, but me and my sister, my other sister and then my brother, <laughs> in order to pass the time for dishes, we were like, well, we got to do something. So we'd like sing. Right. So we just, we grew, I grew up singing and it was so fun. Um, and then I started writing my own music and I love writing my own music. I just, the Lord gives me so much joy and, uh, enjoyment in that. And so, um, so I, I started writing my own music and, um, then in high school, I had a youth pastor who was so like instrumental. He and his wife were so instrumental in my life. And they um, both desired us students at the church to know scripture. And so he actually put scripture to music. He he just pulled out his guitar and I think it was about 20 verses um, that he had us memorize over the course of two years. And it was like I could still probably sing you the the melodies themselves because they just stuck. And I think music for anyone, it really like it's really embedded in your heart. Um, I mean, that's why commercials have songs, right? So you can remember their numbers or you can remember their names. Um, so music is really just it's really powerful. But um, so I could still remember like the verses that 
he put to music. Well, fast forward about four years post high school and I was, the pandemic had hit and I was like, man, we all, the world needs truth. The world does not need another opinion. The world needs truth. And so, and I was struggling with scripture memory because I had tried several different forms and for me, it was, nothing was sticking. And so I thought, you know what? what if I try what Pastor Tim did? I could I could try and put scripture to music. Um, and I thought, I'm just going to stick it on Instagram just for fun. It'll keep me accountable. It will hopefully, you know, hopefully others can join in and, and enjoy it too. Um, and like by God's grace, so many people have joined. There's about 20,000 people who are singing and <laughs> hopefully enjoying these melodies, which is, yeah, it's so encouraging to see so many people um, just excited about memorizing scripture together, one melody at a time. Um, and it's been so, it's been so refreshing for me. Yeah, that is, that is just awesome to hear. And I, I think as you were talking about like the melodies, I, I think it's, uh, it's not obviously our, our, theme of the podcast but i think it is a good reminder that that what we listen to is important well what we put in our ears is important because i know for me like there are things that like you can memorize without even like realizing that you're memorizing them it is like a little bit scary sometimes like how quickly like things can like stick and like melodies and all that stuff they just stick really well so like we have to make sure that we put in good things into our ears. It's like, what better thing to put scripture with a melody mm-hmm. into our ears? Like what else, is, what else is better yes. than that? So Abby, what tips would you give for using the melodies? Yeah, well, I think, um, <laughs> listen and repeat, mm-hmm. man, like that's, that's key. I think is just listening and repeating, uh, something that I will do too. If I'm like in the middle of writing a melody, um, because sometimes I'll have, I'll, I'll write it, I'll put it on a voice note. And then like while I'm cleaning, while I'm doing the dishes, while I'm doing my work on, I, I work at home and so I'll be on the laptop and I will just play like the, the melody over and over or drives. I'll drive to and from church and have that thing rolling. And it's so, that's really key. Honestly, it's just listening and repeating it. Um, and then I think too, if you have kids, like expose them to the melody and it's been really sweet for me to see a lot of moms send in videos of their of their kids singing these melodies not because they're mine but because they're singing scripture they're singing the truth of god's word and it's so sweet um so yeah like meditate on them and if you play an instrument like try to play along like that just further helps that memory um or that that melody to stick in your memory yeah yeah those are some really good good tips definitely that just repeat put it on repeat i feel like it's just so good because you have a couple of volumes on spotify i know i've been listening to those and like i put those on repeat. i did not know that (laughs) yes yes and it was funny it was funny like one time like i was listening to it i was when i was when we actually started working on everlasting rock is sort of when i became acquainted with your stuff and so I was like listening to your melodies, like as I was building the website, doing the meticulous work and oh, doing all that stuff. And I was just hearing the melodies. And it was interesting, like a couple months ago, work, I work in a kitchen. So I was like doing some stuff. All of a sudden, I just remembered like the melody, like instantly. It was just like there. And it was just like, wow. And like now I'm like, That's it just comes so like naturally because now I can like still hear it in my head. It's just like so cool of like how we just like, put it into our ears, put it on repeat. And just, it's like amazing how like the Lord has just gifted our, our minds to be able to, to remember those, those things through, uh, 
music. And so what tips slash recommendations would you guys give so that by God's grace, we can better memorize scripture in 2023? Well, I think uh, you said it, Ethan, just make it a priority, right? Like, you know, making it a priority and sticking to it. Um, Because I think... uh, uh, who, what, which quote was that? I think it was either, I think it was, um, MacArthur that, that growth does not happen by osmosis. And so you really, you need to set your mind to it, that this is something I'm going to do. I'm not going to be perfect at it. And so I might fail and that's okay. But like growth is just, it's consistent. And so stay consistent. And if it's melodically memorizing, great. If that is a terrible method for you, don't use it. <laughs> use something else. Like use a verse card, use the first letter of every, you know, whatever it is. Like, so just stick to it, find a method that works and stick to it. Hmm. Well, if you're anything like me and you struggle with memorization, I am very excited to try this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, I have always grown up with the, the typical memorization. In fact, when I was oh, 13 years old, I was in a, a Bible class with maybe 12 other kids. It was a lot of fun. And we, we memorized um, the book of Matthew. And it was, a, it was a Quizlet thing. And we would actually tour across the state and we compete against other churches. And it would basically, you would be asked questions at this board. And if you would have to answer Press the button first and answer, finish the text. Wow. And it, it was a lot of fun. And and I and from that moment, I, I realized I enjoyed memorization. But it takes hard work. It takes a lot of dedication and, and it takes time. So I think the, the, the recommendation I would have it would be just don't get ahead of yourself and get frustrated with yourself if you don't know or memorize a lot in just the first two weeks. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take dedication. And it's, it might be something that you you won't even see or notice the progress, but years down the road, if you've been consistent with it, you're going to notice at that point of how far you have come. And it, and there, there are verses that will stick in your brain that you will have at the ready when you need to say them. So stick with it. Well, I was going to say the same thing. And just to add on to that, I, I totally agree. There have been so many times um, where it's just, it's important to keep that eternal perspective. Like, why am I memorizing? Because it's so easy to, to get defeated and like, okay, this is pointless. I'm not good at it. It's hard. Um, but there have been so many times where I have been so thankful I've memorized a certain passage because the Lord instantly brings it to mind either when I'm talking with someone or when I am tempted to sin and the Lord brings it to mind, whatever it is. Like, I'm like, the uh, Praise the Lord. I had that hidden in my heart. And so like, keep that in mind too, when you're memorizing that, um, that there's like, there's the goal in mind and it's to become more like Christ and to love him more. Um, so this, this effort right now, it's going to be worth it. I know it's hard and it's, it's takes a struggle, but, um, but it's worth it. Yeah. I, I think it's just like, you just got to start, just got to start small and just and just start. And, and I know like from back, like many years ago, like I was able to, to memorize a lot of, a lot of scripture and I feel like churches like often like have done that where it's like, they like memorize scripture, like when you're like younger, but then when you like grow out of, of like high school and you go into youth group or, or college, like oftentimes it just becomes less and less of a priority, but it's like really just recovering that priority of like, of starting small and just beginning to, to work and just hear the word preached, I, I think is, is, is a great way to, to begin to, 
remember where where scripture is and and even sometimes like i love doing is just like when i hear scripture i'm trying to think through of where is that in the tech trying to like put a put a reference with it and i just feel like just starting small setting some goals and, and just by god's grace just immersing yourself in scripture listening to the melodies putting them on repeat and just doing just like very simple things i feel like you're able to to learn so much about scripture and then just having to like continually recite them i think it's just another important thing is like once you memorize them, you have to go back and back to them and just continually to, to repeat them and just refresh yourselves. Because if you, if you memorize and then you don't visit it in a long time, you, you probably won't remember much of it. Um, and so just, you have to just have to go back um, to, to what you've memorized. And, and so I think this is just a, a good reminder that it is all by God's grace that, that, that we can, memorize scripture like he's given us eyes to to see and um ears to to hear his word um and, and so it, it's all by god's grace it's it's all by his his blessings that that he bestows on us that, that we can even read scripture in our own language and there's just so many blessings of it and so as we as we strive to, to memorize and immerse ourselves in scripture, we, we have to remember that it is by God's grace. And so there's going to be times when, when you're not able to, to memorize scripture, where you're going to, where you're going to struggle through something. You're going to, to struggle to, to, con, to keep that consistent uh, pattern of, of devoting yourself to scripture. And there, there's going to be times where that, that happens. And so you, you have to remember God's grace through it all as as we're as we're working to to know scripture and, and memorize scripture it's all by God's grace and and so when you when you fall pray for strength and then get back on your feet and, and just realize that that as you as you walk the path of scripture immersion and scripture memory it'll become easier and easier and and a delight as we immerse ourselves in his word it's just going to become more of a delight where we want to we want to know scripture and we want to be able to to recite scripture and and, and know it so that that it can be said of us that, that when we are pricked as Spurgeon said that the bib line would would flow out of us and so I, I pray that that is our goal but we have to remember it, it's all by his grace we can we can strive we can set goals everything but if the Lord does not give his his strength and his, his grace to us. We're not going to to be able to 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 accomplish any of these goals that we um, set out for. And so, Abby, you you do a lot of writing, and so I asked uh, Abby to to share an article that um, that she had written that I think really sums up just just the the reminder that it is like when we go to scripture of about God's grace that that. Not every single time we pop open in scripture, it's going to be easy. There, there's going to be days when it's going to be hard, when we're going to have to have to, to do it and to realize that there's going to be hard texts. We're, we're going to work through Numbers and Leviticus and just some of those books that are that are harder <laughs> to to read. And then there's going to be times when you get through those books, when you would get to a passage of scripture and you read it. And it is good, but then you're cut to the heart about your sin. 
and you're you're weeping over your sin and so there there's going to be hardships in this scripture journey it, it's not going to be just a, a easy time every single time that that we we go into it and so i think it's such such a good reminder that we need to take and, and i think abby's article just does a good job of uh of really telling about what that that journey should should look like when we experience those hardships yeah so it says to the one struggling to keep a consistent quiet time to the one struggling to know where to start to the one overwhelmed by the seemingly big task of reading scripture i know how you feel and know that you're not alone. We've all been in that place, but take heart that the Lord does not love us more or less based on our consistency, our perfect plan, or length of time our quiet time lasts. He looks at our hearts. Do you long to love Jesus? Do you long to know him more accurately through his word? Do you long to obey him? That, dear Christian, is the Lord outworking your heart. And as you start, you may not be as consistent as you want. You may need to switch plans to find what works best for you. You won't understand it all, and that's okay. What matters most is not you being perfect, for you will never be. What matters instead is you beholding him through his word day after day and becoming more and more like him over time. He is patient. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Abby, for that that good reminder. I mean, where can people follow your work and Melodically Memorizing? Yeah, so people can follow Melodically Memorizing on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all at, just at Melodically Memorizing. Um, and then my personal account where I do more of those writings is at joyfully.abby on Instagram. All right, awesome. Thank you. Thank and you, Abby guys. also works for Wholehearted, yes. which is also a tremendous ministry that that i've just become aware of uh just recently through some of her uh work and so abby could you tell us a little bit about wholehearted as well yeah absolutely wholehearted is i i love that so i actually um it's a company that helps uh, people cultivate um create cultivate and enjoy a quiet time with jesus and so they sell we sell these um journals the, these quiet time journals and have you have one. your, yes, I have mine too. Yeah. Yes. Poor people, <laughs> people listening. Can't I don't see. Have one. <laughs> this is your cue. It's your cue, Ethan. You got to get one, but um, they're so good. And it helps it lay out your, your quiet time really in a, a, a structured way. And yet it still gives you a lot of flexibility with when you've done it. Like it doesn't, we don't have any dates, so you can date it wherever. If you miss a date, that's okay. Right. So, um, but it, it's a really, really great tool that I've used for three years and I've just now started working, um, as their social media manager of actually a year ago. So I've been with them about a year. Um, and I love the company. The people are great and it's just a joy to serve, uh, people who want to have that quiet time with the Lord consistently. Sounds like both of those things can go together hand in hand quite well. I know they do. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I've been a huge fan of the quiet time command. Cause like I've always taken notes for a long time and, and I finally just tried it out and I was like, all right, helps you to be very thoughtful. I think at the end of, because I feel like that's what always what I would do is like, I would, I would finish reading. I would take all those notes and then I would try to like sort of put it all together but I feel like it wasn't always like succinct there. And now I feel like the, just the way they designed it, it's, it's nice to be able to, to put it all there. And so you think through, pray through it and just really process what all the truths that you saw as you immerse yourself in scripture. So I would, I would highly recommend 
um, checking that out as well. And so as we wrap up our time, and Abby, thank you so much for joining us. Real quick, I have a silly question. Um, Have you you written any melodies for, like, genealogies, say, like, Matthew chapter one? (laughs) No, but I can. (laughs) No. I would love to hear one of those. (laughs) Do Matthew one. like a tongue twister. I know, I know. No, actually, um, funny story. Allie Stuckey had done a, she, she had this dream where she was kind of making fun of people who were saying, oh, I had this prophetic dream, right? She said she had this dream about First Kings something. I don't remember which passage it was, but someone, she posted about it on Instagram and said, oh, like someone said, Abby should make a melody to this. So I did. And Allie and I were kind of <laughs> we were laughing about it. <laughs> but so that's the, that's a random passage I've done, but no. <laughs> Well, I may have just threw you a curveball there. Genealogy, singing that is uh, probably a little That's hard. That's so funny. But I'd love to see your attempt. I'm sure you could probably make it beautiful <laughs> and, and uh, what seems impossible to memorize <laughs> may be possible to memorize. It, it may so. be a little bit easier with a the melody then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Much easier with a melody. <laughs> yeah. All right, so as we wrap up our time on this episode, I wanted to, to end uh, with Psalm 119 again, to, to really close out our time in the Word of God. And I, as I looked and just tried to figure out what scriptures I wanted to read, I read this one and I, I felt like it was just such a, a good reminder. This is what it says, Psalm 119, verses uh, 33 through 48. It says this, Instruct me, O Yahweh, in the way of your statutes, that I may observe it to the end. Cause me to understand that I may observe your law and keep it with all my heart. Cause me to walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Cause my heart to incline to your testimonies and not to dishonest gain. Cause my eyes to turn away from looking at worth, a worthlessness and revive me in your ways. Cause your word to be established for your slave as that which produces fear for you. Cause my reproach, which I dread to pass away for your judgments are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. Revive me in your righteousness. May your loving kindness also come to me, O Yahweh, your salvation according to your word. So I will have an answer for him who reproaches me, for I trust in your word. And do not take away the word of truth utterly from my mouth, for I wait for your judgments. So I will keep your law continually forever and ever. And I will walk in a wide place, for I seek your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and I shall not be ashamed. I shall delight in your commandments, which I love. And I shall lift up my hands to your commandments, which I love. And I will muse on your statutes. May that, may that be our prayer. May we be able to say that, that we trust in God's word. As, as we immerse ourselves in scripture, as we, as we seek to to memorize it may god show us grace may he help us to to observe it and, and to to keep it 
may he, may he correct us of, of sin in our lives and, and may we be edified and, and walk in a more holy way as we immerse ourselves in the word of God. Thank you so much for listening to the Kiss the Sun podcast. To listen to more of our episodes, head over to everlastingrock.net. That's everlastingrock.net. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks again for joining us.